Hello and welcome to the Young Pro Show, hosted by yours truly, Dominic Fry, back for another episode. Last episode with Austin Dykstra. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, highly recommend. Great episode, fun episode with a high school friend of mine talking about how he is now, um, how he went from being a history teacher and wanting to be a history teacher to working for the Vegas Golden Knights. Now this week we have on a special guest. Um, so we have Carrie Coleman, one of my teammates from Hitchings, a sister-in-law to Brock Coleman, uh, was on in an earlier episode. So Carrie, uh, excited for this episode, a woman that really has her hands in a lot of different places, involved with a lot of different things from, you know, seeing her every single day and also on social media. I wonder how she accomplishes everything in 24 hours that she does. Um, but I think my theory is that she just doesn't sleep. I think she gets very minimal sleep. Uh, that's the only thing that really makes sense to me as she is involved with a lot of different things. But anyways, let's welcome Carrie. How's it going? It's good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so as briefly mentioned, again, you are involved with a lot. I mean, I made the joke about not sleeping, but like, <laughs> you know, obviously you have a full-time job here at Hitchings. You are very active, um, what's the term? A very active mother, you know, spend a lot of time with your kids, help Eric out farming you have you know your side business with beauty products i think i'm not quite trying to classify that mm-hmm. um you know you're involved with that you're involved with best christmas ever here in finley you work out every single morning i'm like how do you and i'm sure there are plenty of things that you are involved with which i am even not aware of as uh-huh. well yeah. you know briefly like are you somebody that doesn't get very much sleep or require very much sleep or you're just very very productive with your time Well, I've always enjoyed being involved and I have a hard time, anybody that knows me well knows I have a hard time shutting down or just sitting down and doing nothing. So yeah, my day is packed from about 4.30 until 10 o'clock. So I do try to get an ample amount of sleep, not your full eight hours, but uh, I find that in order to get my day started right, I need to have my workout and the only time to get that done and uh, to be motivated and continue to do it is to kick my day off with that. Um, and then for everything else, I just, I, like I said, I enjoy being busy, but I try to make sure that um, whatever I'm committing to, I get to those things that require them to be done first. Hmm. So, you know, I may not be doing the same things every day, but I know what's coming up and try to schedule my time accordingly. So are you a very scheduled person? Like, do you, like when you leave work, do you have like a actual calendar schedule or it's more just every day because things are different and it's more just in your head? Uh, we do use a family Google calendar just to keep thing, you know, my husband updated and myself updated and trying to coordinate work schedules in there as well. Uh, it just helps with our communication. Um, but, you know, before I go into the next day, I think about everything that has to be done the next day. Um, And even on Sunday nights, we'll talk about what's coming up in the Hmm. week. So uh, just kind of gearing ourselves up and knowing what's ahead helps. Yeah, pointing it out. For me, I feel like I'm somebody that in my head, I have a very like hourly schedule of what my night is going to do. But now, you know, being recently married, it doesn't always (laughs) coincide with Nicole. And I feel like we need to, not need to, but it would probably be beneficial for our time to go through and again whether that's an actual google calendar having something or once a week to saying hey what do we have going on this week yeah being able to schedule things and there are, i mean there's hiccups here and there or when it's farming season we 
drop what we have planned and make sure that those things um, get done. So it's not a perfect science, but of course. it works. So you mentioned briefly about working out in the mornings too. And as I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business-minded people, I'm definitely not to this extreme, but a lot of people talk about how they wake up at 4.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, whatever it may be, um, crack of dawn, and they start their days with a workout. How do you feel like that benefits you? Well, I have motivation to get up in the morning. Um, hmm. My alarm, I have a title to it that says let's get up and go Hmm. um so i know that alarm is coming but for me if i don't work out like on my rest day i have a harder time like getting Hmm. going so i know by the end of my work day i've expended a lot of energy and it's harder for me to get to the gym Um, i also know that if i do it after work eric is home with the kids um, which is a little bit of a strain so if i can get up when no one else is up yet and uh, get my personal time out of the way, it really helps for me to focus on the other things that are coming. It's funny how that works that, like, you know, a body in motion stays in motion. Like, because I feel the same way. You take one day off, and it's like the day off that you have is when you feel the worst, when you feel the sluggish, rather than you would think it would have the exact opposite. I mean, I'm sure long-term effect, obviously the rest pays off. But in the short term, like that day, taking time off just, like, has a negative impact, which is... Something you can't really understand unless you are somebody that is actively, right. you know, it's, active. Yeah, it's become a, a habitual thing, and uh, without it, yeah, I feel, you know, like I enjoy that group of people in the morning and hmm. that positive energy that starts my day, and yeah, I do feel <laughs> off, and I, not that I feel guilty because I know our bodies need that recharge, but I prefer the days where I'm going to the gym or taking a run in the morning. Yeah, that's cool. It's always nice to find somebody else that feels the same way and has a similar mindset as well. Um, So let's get into it. Let's go back to 18 years old. You graduate high school, Carrie. And at this point, what were your career goals? What did you think, you know, job-wise, career-wise was in place for you? Yeah, so I graduated from New Regal and I decided to head to Ohio Northern University to study pharmacy. So I studied two years there in the program, did well, um, but had a change of heart and transferred to Bowling Green State University, where I got a degree in sport management and marketing. Really enjoyed my time there and the experiences. um, Ended up working at the Super Bowl for three years, which was really cool. Um, And then I got a job as an athletic director at a local school and um, also a head volleyball coach and then did some subbing along with that. Uh, And then I wasn't quite content with what I was doing in life. Uh, Decided to finish what I started in pharmacy school. So went back to Ohio Northern in good standing and finished my pharmacy degree. So I have a doctorate in pharmacy, a doctorate of pharmacy. And um, then uh, had, you know, some of my pharmacy career and I loved what I was doing. Um, Things changed course at the place where I was employed uh, and I felt uh, a bit of a disconnect with their mission and what I was being told in terms of their service and what I could provide. So I decided to take matters under my own hand and look for a position um, where I could improve myself but also be very uh, involved as a mother 
and community members. So um, I actually reached out to Ryan, who happens to be a best friend to my husband, uh, about an opportunity. And at the time it wasn't right, uh, but a couple months later he circled back and said, actually I could use someone in marketing, would you be interested? So after a couple conversations, decided that uh, I was gonna take a chance on myself as he was taking a chance on me and hiring a brand new position and um, honestly haven't looked back hmm. for one single day. Uh, I realize pharmacy to insurance is quite a stretch, uh, but believe it or not, still use that knowledge on our health insurance side here to assist our uh, clients. And um, yeah, I just, I enjoy the, the challenges that I'm faced with, I appreciate that I can, uh, I have room to grow and advance, and those were things that I was potentially not going to see had I stayed where I was. Whew, all right, <laughs> so that's the short version, the five minute version. L- let's kind of unpack that. So you, as far as the pharmacy, so you know, you said you were two years in school, decided this wasn't. For me, then you know you end up coming back to it later. But initially, was there an event or what kind of changed that idea of going into farm or not going into pharmacy, but going into sports management? Uh, I did. I think I had like self doubt. Um, you know, there was some relationship changes in my life, personal things that uh, led me probably in that direction. Sometimes I look back and think, what the heck was I thinking? (laughs) But honestly, like at 18, at that point I was probably 20, like there are so many things in this world. I have Hmm. so many interests and um, I think for my kids, as I, you know, look ahead, like I want them to be able to understand what's out there. So whether that be job shadowing um, or just kind of getting into things they may think they like and talking to people before they say, I'm going to be, you know, this when I grow up. Well, maybe you should kind of check that out before you spend all that time and energy. Because if there's one thing that I wish I could take back, it's all the college debt that I have to get myself <laughs> out of. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I love, you know, with talking to different people about their careers and such. and I, Or even when you come to your studies in college and they're... I don't know, I don't have a percentage, but how many people change their majors oh, through college? Lot, you yeah. know, I mean, majority of people do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just interesting to find out, like, why? Like, what was that purpose? Again, was it an internship and experience that you had? Or even, I think it's even more interesting once you get to the next stage of life and then you have a job and you decide this isn't for me mm-hmm. and people that just turn a 180. Yeah. And it's like, what, <clears throat> what possibly led you to this career change. And again, as I mentioned previously with different podcasts, things I listen to within the insurance industry, it's interesting how I, most people don't really seek out the insurance industry. You know, there's right. not, there's not a 10 year old kid that says, I want to be an insurance agent <laughs> yeah. when I get older. Yeah. Like, but even once you get into college, like unless you had your family involved with it growing up, mm-hmm. besides that, from what I've seen, not very many people seek out and say, I want to get into insurance. But then, ironically, a lot of people that get into the industry say, I love it here. love right. being able to help people, yada, yeah. yada, mm-hmm. and um, continue forward with the industry. So to go back to you then, so you made the change, transferred to BGSU, sports management. So then you ended up, you said you came back to pharmacy. Mm-hmm. 
And that would, was that more just like a goal, I guess, like you said, just to prove yourself that you could, or, you know, once you, again, kind of graduated, got that real world experience and you said, you know what, think I maybe am interested in that mm-hmm. pharmacy route, I guess, was it a little bit of both or more one side or the other? I think I really just wanted to close that chapter of my life. Hmm. You know, I, I had started, I ended, or I transferred on good terms and there was just something hanging out there that said, you know, why did you give up on yourself? Um, so I, you know, one quick email and a few applications later and I'm, I've started right back up where I left off. So I think for me, it was like a closure thing, um, proving hmm. to myself that I could get it done, you know, that I had the ability to do it. Uh, I really, you know, truly enjoy like helping people and I have the science and math type of brain. So um, there's no doubt about those things. It was just, you know, the eventual coming to the insurance side was mere like, I'm a mom now and time is of essence and I'm not willing to give up my nights and weekends and holidays hmm. for a job that um, I just felt underappreciated where I was. So. Hmm. so that was kind of the initial draw then once you had the pharmacy job that was kind of you just mentioned why you wanted to leave was there with coming to hitchings was it particularly i'm interested in marketing and kind of that management business uh sports management degree you had and kind of the marketing or was it for you more so the um blanket on the line you know not what you know but who you know and the fact mm-hmm. that you knew people within hitchings as well yeah i really i mean It was a brand new position, so the marketing piece was the biggest part. Uh, I knew I was going to assist, you know, with the accounting piece and uh, helping on the health side, but really my position has evolved into really helping with an HR hat now Mm -hmm. and operations, and I think that's the beauty of being on the independent insurance side is, you know, there's really no limit in where Mm -hmm. you can go, and I really appreciate that about this organization itself so came in thinking you know mainly just marketing but it's really blown up (laughs) if i can use that since i've been here and just two and a half years yeah um so as far as the marketing again you didn't directly get your degree in marketing was Mm -hmm. that something you kind of just learned on the job or like how especially that first six months a year like Mm -hmm. how did you become educated within, and you know, now I can see, um, again, not knowing that much about your backstory and such, mm-hmm. but I can see the way you do branding with Hitchings and what we do, but then also your personal branding mm-hmm. and the way that you use social media. But I'm sure that was something you have learned over time as well. So to initially get started within the marketing realm, like what was, how were ways that you became educated? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I did get my minor in marketing at BG, so I took a lot of, I took a lot of marketing classes, which were part of the sport, sport management program anyway. Um, but I just focused in, you know, like I took visual communication technologies there, which we did video editing and Hmm. visual editing, uh, didn't realize at the time that I would use it in my professional (laughs) career, but looking back, I'm like, wow, I'm using, and I enjoy, I love that class so much. Hmm. I just dove into it. Um, but a lot of the like social media and I use uh, different programs for my visuals 
you know, a lot of it's just not being afraid to use it and try it and see what works and see what doesn't work. Uh, I've also, you know, reached out to other people in the industry that I follow and like, like their consistency and how do you do that? Um, and then of course, you know, I do have my own personal side business that they provide lots of training on hmm. uh, the social media aspect and, you know, messaging and that sort of thing. So, uh, just, you know, kind of being open to everything that I consume in a day, um, and maybe replicating, but with our own spin, um, pieces that I feel are influential. And then of course you mentioned branding, uh, when Ryan asked, what do we need to do from the marketing standpoint? I said, the first thing I think we need is a brand guide. I need something to give me direction, um, so that I'm not going here and there with colors and fonts and uh, we need a meaning behind those images that we're using. So. Hmm. That's awesome. So you had mentioned about how, you know, getting started here at Hitchings was also critical because of the work-life balance that it provided for you and being able to have weekends off, holidays off, spend time with your family, um, which can't be overstated and can't be overvalued, you know, within a role that people have but unfortunately it's a lot of times neglected mm-hmm. for a lot of people with positions that they accept um, so obviously that would be I'm assuming would be your number one answer but what would be your number two of what if you could choose a second option what is the second thing that you enjoy the most about your role and your position here at Hitchings mm, that's a great question again because as you mentioned you do have your like at this point you may have started with marketing and then got into branding and now it's kind of like an operations manager and it's HR and you know, you're doing a lot of different things, but is there anything in particular outside of having the work life balance? Yeah. I mean, I definitely appreciate the flexibility, um, feeling appreciated. Those are definitely, um, top notch for me, but I think what I really enjoy is not only having to market to, our customer base and what we think are, you know, ideal clients, but I also get to market to our people. And this idea of having a team and then having a culture, um, the fact that I get to start creative things like a wellness challenge. Hmm. Um, We use our fundamental and created the accountability jar. Um, Just kind of that buzz that comes along with the people that you work with and creating an atmosphere that people want to come. Uh, They aren't afraid to talk and give their opinions if there's ways of improvement or if there's struggles. Uh, So I I really love that aspect. And, you know, yes, I'm in quote unquote in charge of things, but I don't feel that way. And I don't want my team members to look at me that way. I don't want to be a boss. I want to be part of the team. And trying to and I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it I hope I'm not going to start crying but it really is like we can work on personal development and when I hear someone doing something that we've talked about in um in a huddle or just getting out of their comfort zone to push themselves forward that's that's when I know that what I'm doing is making a difference Hmm. that's awesome to hear I've been here a little over a year and I mean, again, I know I've told you this before in different settings, but I can't state enough how much I appreciate the culture here and the atmosphere here. Um, 
you know, it's not like I have a whole lot of experience to draw from as far as, you know, working experience. So, granted, I've always said that I've been blessed. I've never really worked, I feel like, in a bad environment. But nonetheless, just from a lot of friends and family, talking to different people about their workspaces. And then it just makes me even more so realize, like, how blessed I am to be here at Hitchings. And I think that's cool. You know, again, for me, I get to come in as an employee and I enjoy it and say, yeah, this culture is awesome. I love how we're always trying to get better, always trying to change things. Like in just the year that I've been here, all the things, little things, the wellness challenge, little things that are just constantly changing. And it's like, aren't we ever going to relax? But that's like not the point. And it's we're always changing and growing. And that's a part of the culture and the atmosphere here and everybody wants that continual growth as well it's not like it's just being forced upon us either um but from your role like you know again i get to just come in and kind of yeah this is cool this is awesome but for your role you get to say okay how do we create this culture what kind of culture do we create again what are different things that we can throw into the pot so to speak to um create this culture it's just a lot you know, on paper, it seems very simple. Yeah, of course, you want this kind of atmosphere culture, but how do you actually implement that? And what are things that you do? And that takes a unique person to be able to fulfill <laughs> that role because a lot of people would say, yeah, I'd love that. Okay, how do you do it? I don't know. Right. You know, and I think that's cool that, again, that's something that you have a heart for is being able to realize that and put everything together to create the culture and the atmosphere that we have here. Yeah, it's it, it's a challenge at times, you know, because we all come from different backgrounds. We don't all have the same interests. Um, I think we all have a commonality that we love helping people. Um, but of course, what I enjoy here isn't the same as what some of our other people enjoy when they go home. So, you know, it's trying to bring different things, maybe something that you haven't experienced that I have or vice versa. Uh, I think that helps us relate to one another and mm. have more common ground. Cool. So. So you've obviously had, again, kind of all over the place as far as degrees, jobs, now here at Hitchings, and, and now even within a couple of years here, different hats you've been wearing. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, if you had to say 5, 10, 15 years, like what are kind of your career goals um, or wh- how do you see potentially your position changing mm-hmm. or how do you think, I don't know, how do you see your career, I guess, in yeah. long term? Yeah, that's a great question. Well. Um, you keep you mentioned change, which we're going through a big change now with uh, how we operate. Uh, without saying too many details there, but uh, internally, you know, those things are changing, and I'm, you know, an advocate for what's going on. So I think my biggest thing will be our new platform for our marketing. Um, so my vision is uh, just really honing in on those tools, um, becoming specific to marketing and specific to operations Um, you know I there are other tasks that I do and I enjoy doing them but I know that they also kind of hold me back from the meat and potatoes of what I really love so Hmm. uh, for instance you know assisting with the health insurance side has been great I feel like after two and a half years I have a handle on it now um, where I could teach someone else to take over from here Um, so for me, uh, I really would love to focus on on that marketing piece, not only to outsiders, but also our mm-hmm. internal team, um, and then you know making sure things run smoothly from an operations standpoint. Cool. Yeah. Last question I have for you, Carrie. Then, 
question I always end with every single episode. Okay, shoot. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what are you doing today to reach your dream of tomorrow? So I guess, you know, as far as work, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, being honed in potentially as the future here. And maybe that's something personal, work, the combination of the two. Mm-hmm. But what is something you feel like is your dream and how are you actively pursuing that today? I think for me, it's a couple things. One is consistency is so important. So, you know, showing up, kind of getting rid of distractions and doing the things that matter each and every day or each and every week, depending on how often they come along. Um, So I think consistency is key. Um, And also I love the getting comfortable doing the uncomfortable. Because if Mm. we stay doing the same things nothing changes you know nothing changes and nothing changes so um, if you want to grow and I of course want to grow as I want would love everyone you know listening or you know here as a team if you want to grow you have to step outside that box you have to do stuff that's uncomfortable you may fall flat on your face but it's all in uh, the experience picking yourself up learning from that and moving forward and I think those who have accomplished things in life would probably agree with that statement. Hmm. So that, that keeps me going. <laughs> yeah. And for you being, you know, actually we just talked about this recently, but being comfortable, being uncomfortable in the marketing role is marketing is always changing, you know, with yeah. the internet ever changing. And recently you've kind of stepped into TikTok yeah. for the agency oh, as gosh. well, you know, yeah. and that's one thing that is, you know, a little uncomfortable for you, but nonetheless, yeah. that's just another avenue of where you have been able to grow mm-hmm. and been able to try something new. And, you know, just um, able to live that out of the being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Right, right. And, it, you know, there's power and you have to also walk, you know, if you're going to walk the walk, you got to talk the talk type of thing. You know, I can't encourage others to step outside their zone, their comfort zone or um, try something new if I'm not willing to do that myself. So, um, yeah, I'll continue learning and trying new things. And if I fail... I'll fail forward. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time, Carrie. It's been a great episode. Yeah, great insight on kind of your uh, trajectory and math and yeah. getting a job, transferring, going back to school. And yeah. Again, at the end of the day, though, ended up in insurance. Wasn't something you were yeah. <laughs> probably dreaming when you were 18 years old. Definitely but... <laughs> not. But, I mean, everything happens for a reason. So. Yep. yep. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Enjoy it. Have a great day. You too. Thank you.